Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We are the Screenplay Writers. Hello again and welcome to episode 27 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast, the only podcast by, for, and about screenplays. This is episode 27. I am Ryan Abbott. Hey, my name is Nathan Hare. And we are Screenplay Writers. Enough said. Yeah, enough said. Let me tell you a bit more about it, though. We've written dozens (laughs) and dozens. We've had chit-chats with Agent uh, Nick, our friend friend, personal close friend who's connected to the industry. Friend slash acquaintance. Yeah, we, we've uh, we've shared our knowledge uh, of screenplay writing with, with lots of people, and that's what we do in this podcast every, each and every week. There's a community building around the podcast. Everyone's psyched. The uh, Our fans are loving it, and we are so excited to be here for another edition. Yeah, we get lots of private DMs and private messages in support of the podcast, which is really gratifying, and we thank everyone for that. Today we are going to talk, in episode 27, about montages. But before we dive into that, I just want to ask, Nathan, have you seen any good movies lately? Well, the verdict is out on whether or not it's a good movie, but I feel like we have to have our annual uh, Star Wars Wars. talk. Yes, yes. I don't know if you you want to put in one of your songs right here, or should I wait a second? Yes, Nathan. So The Last Jedi came out, um, which is a Star Wars picture. Um, one of the on Star the Wars. Big screen, one yep. of the Star Wars, one of the episodes, they call them. Mm-hmm. Um, and we both saw it. Nathan, what did you think? I I loved it. From the opening titles with the starry background and the yellow text floating and creeping and crawling towards you to the the ending credits with the text again uh it, it was so top to ride. bottom yeah so top, top to, to bottom, bottom. no it was uh it, it met my edge of the seat test yeah for sure which is uh you know this maybe you know it's the thing where you're always on the edge of your seat exactly and it's over two hours so it was not a short one um, By no definition was it a short movie. No. Uh, it did meet my rumbly test, which oh, is yeah. I went and saw it in like uh, those the new sort of rumbly chairs that rumble. Yeah. Uh, but I actually managed. I asked the people working there. I said, "Can you just turn the rumbles on the whole time and turn it up to to ten? And to turn up to ten and the rumbles, yeah." So I leaned back. It's reclining it was chairs. Rumbling the entire movie. It was rumbling the entire movie. It was like getting a massage. Nice. So exactly. That's great. Well, that's fantastic. I didn't have the rumble seat for mine, but uh, I did enjoy it. The sound quality was fantastic. There was great colors across the screen. Um, characters were were top, tip top. Luke Skywalker. He's a good guy. Surprised his role. Boy, it... it um, the casino was fun. Casino. Loved the casino bit. Um, little out of left field, but you know I like left field. Yeah, that's where I played. Yeah, ba- when I played baseball. Yeah, figured and figuratively, we kind of do operate in the left field kind of mentality when we're coming up with ideas. It's we're kind of like, we're left fielders. Yes, we're left yeah. fielders in the screen 
playwriting realm. Play yeah. ball. Yeah, you mentioned one thing about the audio quality. I actually think that the theater could have turned it up a little bit. I don't know if that was just because I was in a seat that was rumbling the entire time. I couldn't really hear what was going on. There was large stretches where it was That's kind of dialogue-based. I remember when Ray and Kylo Ren were kind of having their... Their chit-chat. Their chit-chats. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? At that point, I was yeah. just kind of like, uh, the chair was just out to, of control. To me, that part of the screenplay was a commentary on millennials. Yeah. Now, that, to me, you know, is almost like they were texting. Like, it was almost the first FaceTime, yeah, right? Yeah, it was a FaceTime in a galaxy far away. Yeah. Um, but they could use the Force... Force time. Force time. So they should have called it. Yeah. That would be a cool promotion for Star Wars. They should work with Apple and maybe come out with a force time. Because you always see like car ah. ads and yeah. stuff that involve the little Star Wars characters. Oranges. Maybe. Yeah. I've seen Star Wars branded oranges. Yeah. People love them. Yoda oranges, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yoda makes an appearance in this one. Tasty, aren't they? Yeah, they That's are good. That's what it says on the bag. Yeah. We but... Oh, I was just going to say, we've, I've been bringing a bunch to Fire Hall, kind of have them in the oh, back. Yeah. That's why it smells like clementines in yeah. here. I love clementine, the scent of clementine. Oh, It's, it's kind fantastic. of how I make, make my entrance into work as I open up the door, say, y'all want a Yoda orange? And I kind of toss one. And then uh, if anyone, sometimes people are sitting there and they can catch them. If not, they kind of just go on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, it explains why there's oranges everywhere. Let's talk about montages. Were there any montages in The Last Jedi? I don't think so, but could it have used a montage and cut out half an hour? Probably, yeah. I think it probably could have too. I think, well, should we, let's like take one step back and montages. What is a montage? Essentially, it's hard to put it into words, but it's a bunch of kind of... You know it when you see it. Yeah, it's true. It's like when they, that definition of pornography, you know, you know it when you see it sort of thing. It's it's like they sliced up, um, it's like a montage is when you slice up or you, let's say you film, let's say an hour of action. Yeah. And then you don't have time for that hour. You slice it up into small chunks, put it together. Put a song over top. Put a song always over top. And that takes you through a lot of action in a small amount of time. It's a time saver. It's exactly. It's, Montage it's, is a time saver. That is exactly what it's for. Um, yeah. And the last Jedi could have used one for sure. Yeah. I think, honestly, we were talking earlier about those face time, force time scenes. Yep. I don't see why those could have just been in like a a, mon- a little montage overlaid with the Rolling Stones song or something. Yeah. And they could have just uh, printed the text as if they were texting each yep. other on screen, and then we could just read through it exactly. in about 30 seconds. Another area that it could have been a montage in that movie is the entire island stuff with Luke and Ray. Yeah. It took, like, the, the, the entire movie, practically, and uh, it could have been probably shown on screen in about 30 seconds. Exactly. And they also could have overlaid... They could have done it via text and had the text on screen. I, I like that. They could have just texted each other from the huts because it was raining most of the time on yeah, the island. Exactly. But I'd have been staying inside would have been more realistic. Most of The Last Jedi could have been explained through text, text message messages. on screen. Yeah. yeah. And absolutely. I like it when they show, when when in movies they show like the little bubbles and you're like, yeah. you don't actually see the screen, but you see the bubbles represented right. on the screen as a visual cue. It's just a cool stylistic choice that I think yeah. really works yeah. for films. And Star Wars That's, should have utilized it. 
Absolutely. The only area that I wouldn't have montaged is the casino. And it's the casino. Because to me, the casino bit was sort of the centerpiece of the screenplay. Yeah. It was, you know, speaking about kind of current issues about wealth and inequality. Class war. And casinos. Yes. There's lots of talk about casinos these days. (sighs) Why not introduce a casino in a Star Wars movie to get your message across? I wanted to know what actual games they were playing at those tables and how the slot machine works. And I, I would have liked a decent hour on that as opposed to Explaining kind of all the, the Luke rules. Skywalker stuff. And yeah, like, Luke Skywalker. We've seen this guy before. Yes. Show yes. us more casino. Yeah, I think that is kind of the problem is a lot of these new or Star Wars ones, they're kind of answering old questions and bringing up characters from the past versus yeah. going into deep dives in the casinos in the reality. Well, I think... I think I heard that the next kind of independent uh, Star Wars movie is going to be Space Casino. Yes. About Space Casino, which is, you know, maybe the time before the, those characters go to the casino. Yeah. How did the casino get built? What were some of the design choices that went into the architecture and interiors exactly. of building that casino? Who runs it? How much uh, space money do they make every day? That kind of thing. Why are that there like good ki- there was like kids that were kind of slaves oh. at the bottom? Oh yeah, Where, the, horse, the horses, uh, the horse kids, yeah, yeah, the stable kids, stable kids, yeah, space stable. Yeah, I, like who's, it. I think Paul Thomas Anderson is directing that spinoff, right? He would be good. He would be he good. Would be good. Let's talk script surgery. Scalpel. Dialogue. Character development. Wittiness. Grammar. Script surgery, of course, is where we rip apart a screenplay and put it back together like a surgeon would. And today, Nathan, what are we going to talk about? Coco. Coco. Disney Pixar? I think so. Yes. Pixar film. It's uh, colorful. Colorful, fun uh, characters. Characters, indeed. indeed. There's a plot. um, The plot of the screenplay I do not want to spoil. Um, So let's just say it's a screenplay um, that takes place in present times with uh, spiritual elements. Very colorful. Animated. Animated. Summary. That does have a summer vibe for sure. Summer, it was it did it take vibe. place in summer or did it just have kind of a summer vibe? I think it took place in the summer. Yeah, 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 and it definitely has a summer vibe, which is in many cases more important than actually what season it takes place in. You can set your movie in uh, Antarctica for all I care, but as long as it has a summer Summery vibe, vibe. Yeah. because that's when the summer blockbusters come out. Yeah. If you've heard of those, and they can. They tear up the box office and get big numbers. You know, a great example of that is uh, Coke commercials yes. taking place in Antarctica at yeah. an Antarctic research station Yeah, uh, with summer vibe. Blue sky, bright northern white lights. colors, yeah. northern lights, daylight all the time, summer vibe. Yet it's Antarctica. That, to me, is the uh, epitome of refreshment. Yes, and it's always glass bottles with the Coke, or it's Glass snowing. Scream summer. Yes. That's why I think totally. to me. Cans winter. Yeah. Let's do Logline Cage Match. In Logline Cage Match, one of us pitches the latest idea we've been working on in Logline form. I've got one for you, Nathan, if that's okay. 
be my guest, as they say in Beauty and the Beast. Great screenplay. Never seen it. Today in Logline Cage Match, here we go. A leprechaun emerges from the forest of Ireland and accidentally boards a plane for Chicago, Illinois, where he learns to navigate the strange and frenetic urban experience full of skyscrapers, deep dish pizza, and the mirrored bean, which is actually a sculpture titled Cloud Gate. While he searches for his birth mother, who, it turns out, lives in Chicago, Texas, not Chicago, Illinois. First off, uh, awesome. Okay. One word. Okay. Anything missing from the log line? Well, Anything okay, this, when is this movie taking place? I don't think it was established. Present times. Present, oh, but season-wise, because we were just talking about summer season versus... Season-wise, I'm thinking sometime between um, spring and late fall. Maybe he arrives so when not the snow's winter. melting. Yes. Winter, I'm going to skip winter. I've been to Chicago in the winter, and it was snowy. And I'm assuming I'm going to be on set for this entire filming of this one. So I'd prefer to be there in the summer. So I'm going to I'm gonna work that into my screenplay. Okay, cool. Right on. Second, what was it called? Leprechaun in the City. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Reminds well, me of Babe Pig in the City. That's my first okay. thought. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll... May, okay, how about this Urban Leprechaun? Yeah, that's better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, well, thanks very much. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on that and I'll yeah, definitely provide write some it. updates. Cool. Right on. Well, that's going to do it for episode 27 on montages. Hope you've enjoyed listening and you've learned a little something from the podcast episode which funny enough is the point of a montage is to learn something in a short amount of time yep. and that's really one of the objectives of our podcast couldn't have said it better myself thank you very signing much signing off yet again for another week yeah. great to be here with you Nathan love you man love you too as always keep your dialogue snappy always keep writing always keep writing